The four most beautiful words in our common language. I told you so. That's per Gore Vidal. We've been gone for a couple of months, and it looks like everything's turned to a shit show. So, in this case, we told you so. Here's four more, and it's what WWE will stand for on this episode. A well-written eulogy. We're both he and him, so it's safe to say the boys are back in town. And on the highway to proverbial hill, there's no one I'd rather have riding shotgun. That's Mr. Signature Move. All finishers, no small package. The reverse rail. And I'm Robbie. <laughs> Let the girls know. And I, <laughs> I'm Robbie Bearer. Because, oh, yes, it's going to be some bearers in this hour. We're laying it low and spreading them wide. On this Welcome Back episode, we'll be discussing the shithousing podcast. That's us. Everything we've done in the dark during our sabbatical. The state of wrestling and cash shit. Because this, this is the Cash Shit Podcast. And it should be everything that was done in the dark. Not that we've done in the dark, because that's none of y'all damn business. It's everything. That's, that's none, of your, <laughs> none business, of your business. Unless you subscribe to my OnlyFans. Oh, anyway. gosh. We're starting off already on the wrong foot. We're there. Whole club foot situation. Just mm-hmm. stepping out. Spinner in a circle. Okay. Yeah, all the things that were done in the dark uh, that, that are coming to light. Uh, we've been, I guess we've been, you know, we've been away for what? Godly, a while. A long periodically time. Sometime, like. Yeah, a while. It's been a while. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what we even discussed. Um, but it was sometime after SummerSlam and. Ugh, it was a minute ago. I forget when. I'll figure it out at some point in time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was post SummerSlam, like soon after SummerSlam. I think that was our um, our uh, season finale because we definitely talked about uh, the Bianca bullshit. Ooh, and look, here we are, months removed. Here we are. <laughs> Who would have thought? Us. We thought. Here we are, months removed. Uh, us. That's exactly. And it's thought. still no fucking payoff. Like we were months, and everybody was like, "Oh." gonna be okay they're gonna get it back on track yeah our last episode was august 31st so much has happened since then october november december and the bulk of january we're we're four months damn near removed and my good sis has still not gotten any payoff and i mean maybe they said hey we're gonna hold that till wrestlemania for you girl i doubt that they have that much foresight or long-term booking in their systems but here we are four months removed and wrestling is and when i won't say wrestling i would definitely say wwe is in more of the shitter i think at this point we're like in the septic tank with like all the like butt wipes and stuff and things they say you can flush that you really can't i think we're there right now it's just an amalgamation a congealing of fecal matter wow um wow (laughs) get all the dictionaries going um I believe that, so I want to preface this, and, and look, first of all, let's bring everybody up to speed on what's been going on, right? Um, one, I have not watched <laughs> WWE programming since they released Hit Row. That was, that was it for him. the final straw for me, yeah. Um, so I've not watched Raw, NXT, or SmackDown at all. I've gotten little hints of what's been going on here and there from our group chats and just from like social media, but... In general, I have not watched WWE. I did watch the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm going to pause there and let you come in and bring people up to speed on what you've been doing. I just wanted them to know that first. Um, so I, I, I've been inching my way over to AEW and not for nothing, not for melodrama, but for melodrama because I am who I am. And guess what? Who cares? It's my podcast. <laughs> Our podcast. But I can say what the fuck I want. Anyway, so um, there is uh, such a long-standing history between myself and professional wrestling. And I do mean like uh, having recently turned 40 years old. Um, as long as I can see, I've been watching wrestling. It's never not been a part of uh, of my life. And so... Same. Putting it down in a putting parts of it down in, in a way um is a lot more difficult than I anticipated, right? Um and then picking something else up because I'm so entangled with this universe um and the minutiae thereof and the nuances thereof and just the history thereof. Uh it's hard to walk into something completely new. You're right. Something that's just, okay, what am I doing here? And it's not new from a format sense. Um, it's just correcting all the wrongs that we complain about with WWE. Uh, well, with that being said, uh, not having followed it from the beginning, um, I feel like a little slighted. So I'm taking my time to slowly integrate, finding my way, feeling my way around AEW because I want to, I want to know the complete etymology of the characters. I want to know as much as I possibly can. And I understand sometimes you just got to dive in. I do get that. Um, but I have my preferred way of doing it. So I've been slowly integrating it, slowly sitting back, slowly watching. And it's interesting because when I came back from overseas, when I was overseas uh, from like the age of six to almost 10, Sky Network was all we had. So when I got back and I was, you know, being from North Carolina, my cousins acclimated me to WCW. I had no clue. And I took to it pretty fast because there was like a lot of notables that were there that had come from WWF at the time. And so it made the, the transition a little bit easier. And it did feel different. You know, it had a different feel to it. Not markedly different, but it, it did feel different. So it was refreshing. And then by the time we got to the mid-90s, um, a lot of what Vince was doing uh, then that he's doing now was going on. And it was kind of like a welcome change. And then, of course, we know the whole history and our love for, you know, the NWO and and, and, and what all that did for us. And yeah, I was hooked, you know, so it was really easy to, to, to do. But this has been a little bit harder because there's just so many answers and there's just so many decisions and good decisions that are just right there. And I'm sure... Not for nothing, as, as massive and expansive as that writing team is, I know they're not sitting there on their hands. I know that they know it's for not, and at the end of the day, the script is going to get torn to pieces four times before the broadcast goes live. But they still have to earn a check. They still have to, you know, show up to work. So I'm sure some amazing ideas are being, you know, laid on the table, and you know they're they're being uh, eviscerated and or ignored. Um, so it's it's uh, it's been stages for me. I have. Not, I don't make Raw a priority, and I know for people that are, you know, listening, it may be like, well, that sounds pretty easy. No, it's literally like, there was a time when my mother would call me on a Monday night, start talking, and be like, oh, never mind, it's Monday, bye. Because she knew. She knew that that my attention wasn't even going to be divided. It was going to be solely devoted to what was on that screen. Um, And so, putting down Raw uh, wasn't 
easy, but it wasn't crazy difficult. Putting that NXT was one of the easiest things I've done. <laughs> putting down 2.0 because of the change and because of the change and I'm going to circle back to that in a second but putting down 2.0 was like putting down like a like you know a 25 year old cat that's got asthma one leg half blind it was like baby go go on the wrist go take your wrist um, Smackdown is the only bright spot and my eels that I had with that in season one of our podcast are still the same ills, if not exacerbated, and it's kind of even getting easier to deprioritize SmackDown um, because the roster between uh, you know August to now has gone through the draft, has gone through different you know COVID issues, has gone through more releases and future endeavors, people just leaving. A lot has happened with that roster, and as you all know, that roster is is all but you know so. I don't even really watch. Uh, I've taken NXT off my my DVR, Raw's off my DVR, SmackDown is still there, um, and I'll try to catch. I'll catch clips of Raw because I don't want to get the many fucking ratings, um, and I'm not missing anything. I normally watch SmackDown after the fact, and I'll you know normally I'll watch I'll watch Raw, uh, you know via snippets and stuff like the next day or like maybe late, late, late Monday night into into Tuesday morning because it's just not a priority. And that's really huge coming from me. Um, and then I've slowly been bleeding in some of the AEW product. Now, I, I pause at the glyphs. I said I circle back to NXT. I, I want to make a point. Uh, I want to create some reference and some, and some context here about putting down 2.0 because 1.0 for me, was a renaissance of wrestling. And I don't say that to be dramatic. I say that to, like, let you know, like, because NXT kind of hit, what about the in that format, what was it about? Shit, now, about 10 years ago? I would, ooh. Mm, is that far back even? Yeah, because the, I, I don't remember know if the it was in, uh, 2012. Which is 10 years ago. No, that's why I'm I'm saying 2012. I don't remember NXT in 2012. Uh, I know we had it in 16. I was there for the uh, for the girls call ups whenever you know uh, three of the four women got called up, and that was in like I'm going through my phone right now to make sure when that was, but that was like yeah, 2014. That was, that was 15. Was the first NXT takeover? Okay, yeah, and 15 was the call ups. 14 was the first takeover. I think they started in within 13. Maybe, yeah, possibly then. Let's Which is that. almost 10 years. So with that being said, like, I yeah. remember doing the same thing, like that FOMO of, like, everybody was like, you know, like, people that I trusted, yourself and other people that I trusted that were hardcore fans were like, oh, my God, NXT is just, ooh, 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 ooh. And so I remember, you know, like, oh, I've missed so much, you know, but I remember clocking in and just falling in love. Like, case in point, I missed... By the time I started watching NXT, I think was in, was was probably Natty and um, Natty and Charlotte, and so by that point, Paige had already gone up. So I missed Paige's whole run. I missed the early like early miss with like uh, Sasha and um, Summer and Charlotte. I missed all of that. I clocked in whenever we had Brett and Rick at ringside, and Natty and Charlotte put on a clinic. That's when I clocked all the way in, and I was like, okay, wait a minute. What's going on here? 
And I was sold ever at, at, from that point forward. I was like, let me get into this part. Let me get in, into the mess. And um, so I even got into that late. But it, it was like, oh, it felt like a secret. It felt like something that, like, does, does someone, does anyone know that, like, wrestling is this good again? And it kind of, like, re-engaged me. Because I was tired then. I mean, like, I'm telling you, like, since I could see. So that's at least, like, that I remember. Like, that's at least 38 years of wrestling. So by the time, even if you shave off 10 years, that's still 28 years of wrestling. By that point, you know, I had seen a lot. I had seen enough. I had been to enough events. It was like, okay, I love this thing. It's, I mean, I'm married to it, but it is what it is. NXT was that revival for me, for the genre. And to appreciate it then is to really fucking miss it now. And that tells you how much of an insult 2.0 is. It's an insult. And that's that's no slight on the guys and girls that are there because they don't have any, they can't make any calls. They're just there to, 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 to grind, get a check, get better, and get over. That's their job. I'm not knocking any of the talent that's there. I am knocking some of who signed some of them because I don't understand the value in some of what I've seen since then um, in passing. But 2.0 is such a complete insult. Uh, that was the easiest thing to just be like, I am so good on never seeing that again. Like, I put that down with, like, pull the plug, see you later, plug my, plug my phone into the charger. Like, yeah, we can, no DNR. Like, <laughs> like get it out of here. I don't want it. Bury it. Um, I have zero interest in 2.0, so I, don't, I I have nothing to say about it. I really have zero to say about NXT 2.0. So anyway, um, I watched the Royal Rumble, and in my opinion, that was the worst oh. show I've seen in a very long time, and not because of any other matches or anything. That was the worst booked show. I, the show did absolutely nothing for anyone but Brock Lesnar. Maybe Ronda Rousey, but Ronda Rousey didn't need shit. You know what I'm saying? Ronda Rousey didn't need to win the Royal Rumble. It didn't get her over more. It didn't put her on another level. Everyone left the Royal Rumble exactly how they came in. Mm. And that is horrible for the kickoff to the road to WrestleMania. <laughs> Brock Lesnar winning the World Rumble is the most nonsensical, unnecessary shit they have booked in a long time because it is completely... Like... I already said unnecessary, and that, that's the word for it because we were already on a very, very clear trajectory. Brock Lesnar did not need to win the Royal Rumble to, to face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Everybody can see that's where we're going, except maybe the 11 monkeys that live at the Bronx Zoo. Everyone else can see where the fuck this is going. Brock Lesnar did not need to be in the Royal Rumble or win it to get to Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Now what they're going to do is run this tired-ass shit of, oh, well, who's he going to pick because... He lost the title title to Bobby Lashley. About no one's gonna give a fuck about that because everyone knows who he's going to pick and who he's fighting at WrestleMania. Why not put someone over and give someone some steam and heat 
by winning the Royal Rumble. No, Brock Lesnar needed it. And you, you want to know what's even? I don't fucking understand. What's even crazier is they like, and I, I one of the, and it was so funny because we said in the group chat, like no matter how abysmal the product is, WWE's like retro packages or like packages and vignettes will have you believing like this is the hottest product on on the earth. Um, but what's funny is they did the rumble by numbers, which I always love, you know, because I love analytics and data. But um, the the funny thing was they were saying like. If uh, they were talking about the time gap in between, I want to say, was it us? Was it Stone Cold or Hogan? It was somebody, there was a time, but they were talking about the time gap in between, like, a person winning and winning another Rumble, like the time gap in between. That was one of the things. And then they were talking about back-to-back winners. And they were saying that, like, if Bianca were to win, she would be the first person, I think, in, like, 19 years that would have won back-to-back. Um, and that, you know, it was a big deal. Da, 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 da. And it was like, you know, of course, you know, now next year, if she were to win that the back to back thing is gone, you know, um, it would just make her a two time mm-hmm. winner. So my thing, you know, is even in, in that same thinking with all the shit they've done to her since SummerSlam per Becky. Um, and don't get me wrong. Like we're, we're upset about that because of what that girl represents from a, from a, uh, just a on paper booking perspective. She's not taking an L to anybody else. She looks favorable. She looks strong to everybody except Becky. She's just number two to Becky. Um, but with that being said, to not be tone deaf and to be you know aware, you gotta remember what she does mean to the culture and who your demos are and what like what she like. So it's it's still you know I get the argument for on paper, but some things are bigger than what's just on the paper. Some things have more context that are just broader than that. So with that being said. If she had won again, because like when before she came out, Larry was with me, and he was like, "I don't know about her winning again because they it's their crowd may turn on her." And like the minute she came out, they popped. EST, you know, a couple times throughout the event, she had probably mm-hmm. the second biggest pop to Mickey James, and of course Charlotte had the you know, of course Charlotte, godly and all white as I've been. Um, you know, gets the the recognition that she so fucking deserves, but um. That's and 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 I'll use that as like as a as a litmus as well to kind of back out for a second. And we're still going to keep going about the rumble. But I was even thinking earlier today because you and I have been not at odds, but we've been on different sides of the fence when it comes to Roman's lengthy reign at this point. And when you look at his opponents, especially all the people that got vacuumed out of SmackDown and brought over to Raw, there's nobody for him to face, right? Like, there's literally, like, no feud for Roman to have. And I get it. He can do what he wants. The character can do what he wants. He can get involved in the Usos feuds. He can do this. He can do this. He can do that. But we've not built a person worth ending this reign at this point, right? And so you pair him with Seth Rollins. You got to go pull Seth from Raw, bring him over to give Roman an opponent because he has no fucking opponent. And all of that got thrown into, you know, abeyance and and, and and got tumultuous because he got COVID because there's still no fucking policy in place apparently. So he gets COVID, throws day one into shambles, and all of this is a result of, like, I'm sure the finish at the Rumble was the day one finish. I'm, I'm, I, I, I bet a lot of things that, like, that was the day one finish because that's where the story was leading to. So... Here we go, here we go, here we go. When we use that finish here, and now we can tie everything back up and put everything back where it was supposed to be anyways a month ago. Brock Lesnar does not, the same way he didn't need to end the streak, 
He doesn't need to end this reign. Brock Lesnar, it does nothing for him. This lengthy reign is supposed to is supposed to end with three slaps to the mat that sends somebody over the moon that makes a new star. And I had to sit back and say, well, damn, who is this reign made a star besides Roman? And that's no shades. I love the character work. I love everything that's going on. I, I I do love Roman Reigns. I just I want to see more story, more compelling story precipitate from this because I, we could have said at one point, okay, Jay, it made Jay main event. Jay, well, Jay ain't a main event no more. Jay was at even at the Rumble yesterday. He's a tag team champion again. He's he's at the tag team. A lot of people not at the a lot yesterday. of people not at the Rumble yesterday, and for legends that came back, and for this or that, like even from a a structural standpoint, you stand back, you think about a spot you want or an engagement you want, and I would think you would reverse course from there, right? I would think you would say, okay, I know going forward, okay, I want this spot, this spot, this spot, and this spot. So I got to have this person in with that person and this person in with that person, and then they can get eliminated because it doesn't matter anymore. Um, but it all goes to help. Kofi, you know, misses, misses his spot. He can barricade too hard. When did feet hit the floor? What's the contingency? Because I don't understand why you would never have a contingency for Naomi and 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 Kofi spots, right? For for a spot like that. That's what right. I'm saying. Like, I mean, even, look at the entire Rumble. There was the, even it like there was no contingency because there was nothing happening in the Rumble. That was the most boring fucking World Rumble I can remember. It was boring as shit. Um. Yeah. We were. Um, nothing happened. We were halfway. Um. Halfway through, and I was like, nothing surprising has happened. No, you want you want Roy Rumble by numbers? Fine. 30 men enter and not a single one gets over. How about that? Yeah, I mean, like because that's exactly what happened. What Austin Theory didn't have a standout moment. AJ Styles was in there and pretty much dumped Eris unceremoniously. Big E, I don't even fucking remember when he man, was eliminated, Biggie and nobody even got to mention anything about that. Afterthought right now, he, it, he he was just a fucking WWE champion. It's disrespectful. He is he is it's such so an afterthought. But like, okay, so they had Liv and Sarah had their moment, but like. How do you not have? I'm trying to think of who else was it. Like, how did you not keep Zelina and um, Carmella in long enough to tease a, a Bella interaction? You know, even if they throw instead of having Rhea throw both of them out, you know, why not have them go at it with the Bellas and maybe and then and then Rhea can throw them out? But to kind of start planting the seed for like because most of these women are going to have to end up in some kind of a tag team turmoil, fatal four way situation. I'm not sure who's sticking around, who's not, but. That's where that's going to go because you you know you, you only have four women in your in your in your main spots on the card for for the titles, but you still got tag titles. You still got all these women that you either going to throw in a battle war or something. So why not like you know there was they did a, a cool thing with Naomi and Cameron and 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 Sonya. Okay, that that moment happened, but like why not have Molina staying a little bit longer because her and Michelle McCool had a crazy match tonight the champions at one point in time. You know we needed more interaction between Mickey and Michelle or even how they were like. Build to certain things like you know you know me and you are going to stall for a second before we get into it because this is a moment people have been waiting for. You have Michelle McCool talking shit online about Charlotte. They they don't even make that a moment in the end. That it was like it was like 
you like the rumble is the rumble for a reason. It's the place where you get to have spots you never you're never going to get to have otherwise. It was a lot of things that just should have happened that that kind of didn't. And don't get me wrong, some things that happened that did make sense. But um, and I also don't like Ronda wasn't thirty. I'm gonna give them that. But I'm but to me, you know, I get holding for the big pop. The the latest I would bring her in is like 25. Brock and Ronda don't need to be 28 and 30 in entrances. They don't. Because it like they're already overbooked powerhouses dominant. Why hold them to the very end of the rumble? And they just they you know they come in and dominate and that's it. It's over. That's just so I was well, well, I wouldn't have put I I'm I'm I was, I'm gonna say I was fine with Rhonda being that late because she wasn't doing much and if she was in that ring longer than <laughs> necessary then it would have been really bad she was just standing in a corner just doing the exact same punches to oh, whoever happened Jesus. to come her way so it it was it you know she didn't need to be in there any longer than she needed to be um the Royal Rumble is supposed to further storylines or start them or create Agreed. them how long like they've been running this tease and this story with Ray and his fucking son. Yeah. Since I like before I stopped watching, so I know it's a thing. Dominic's gone before Ray gets in the right. ring. What happened to maybe Dominic eliminating Ray? What happened to Ray maybe eliminating Dominic? Like there was no continuation of that storyline. There was no there was no start of any major storyline. I just I don't fucking understand. This was the worst booked show. The start of the road to WrestleMania, I come in to watch the Rumble, and ideally, it gets me back into watching the product because I want to watch the road to WrestleMania. I leave the Royal Rumble, and I'm like, okay, I ain't miss shit. I ain't missing shit. I don't need to watch this fucking show because I'll, I'll see I'll see you at WrestleMania on TV because we ain't going. Um, And then I'll hang it back up on the shelf, and I'm, I feel like I'll be fine now being one of those fans who just clocks in for the big four. And that's it. And I'll be fine because ain't shit happening. I, I, and I don't get how you don't, how you don't hold Bad Bunny, uh, how you don't hold, like, how, how you don't hold um, Priest to come in around the same time as Bad Bunny. Like, I don't, it's a lot of things I was just like, Ugh. and I mean, like, for Big E to come in at 26 and to get dumped, like, how he wasn't, like, your last three is just. I don't even eliminated him or when he was eliminated i remember it because i remember thinking damn big e is an afterthought like fuck and i just watched the show today we're recording this on sunday i watched the show today and i do not remember when by whom or how big e got eliminated yeah i um what what we fuck. Where was Finn Balor? Where was Cesaro? Where were the Usos? Like, yeah. and to me, storyline wise, the Usos being there makes so much sense because we need to be in order to make sure so much. That, to make sure that you know we can dictate who his opponent is and we're gonna clear the field because going into this, we you know we can't be a ringside with him against Seth, so we should go be in the Rumble to make sure that there's no shenanigans and we can kind of dictate that this man goes into the show of shows and comes out the tribal chief. But y'all weren't in the match to do that. But we needed Shane McMahon in the fucking match to eliminate Kevin Owens and whoever the hell else he eliminated. So we needed Shane McMahon so everybody could sell for him. I, I, 
Hold on. I will talk to you. The most exciting thing about the fucking show we couldn't even see because apparently the sign caught on fire a few times and we couldn't even see that shit. Yeah, and I don't understand that either because logistically y'all put that sign up all the time. I don't. Okay, that's I. I I'm, I'm at a loss with that. Um, Becky and Dewdrop. I it, it, okay. So Becky's over with the crowd, right? Becky's hugely over no matter what she fucking does at this point, right? So my thing is like. You're not always going to be able to pair her with Bailey, Charlotte, Sasha, Oscar, one of those people that's also equally as notable, if not equally as over, right? You're not going to be able to always do that. And if she's going to be in the space of starting to make stars, then you've got to book the match to make the person look like a star and com- comparable to Becky Lynch. So the crowd begins to get it because y'all taking everything from Dewdrop that would have made her identifiable. You've taken her name. You've taken a lot of her gimmick. You've taken things from her that, you know, would have got her over otherwise. You had her spend language for the first six months doing God knows what, because everybody that's fat has to be jolly, doing God knows what the fuck she was doing. And now here we are, and she's, you know, teaming and, and, and kind of trying to become a threat, but we, we haven't put her all the way where she needs to be. Um, she had better matches with Bianca on Raw's. They were having some situations where it was like, okay, that's Piper Niven. That's who I came. Like, okay, there's my girl. Her and Becky, it just, it, you know, that's the kind of match. It wasn't bad. You know, it was it just wasn't bad. bad. It just wasn't what it needed to be. It was not bad. I'm not saying that that was a bad because match. Because no one believes for a second that Becky was going to lose exactly. the fucking do job. That's the problem with And that's what I was getting ready to say. So no one cares. She got to come in that match dropping hammers the same way Seth came in there and you thought for a split fucking second that after that stop like bitch I don't what's your whoa like you you it made you for a second go wait hold on you do drop need to come in there on some Samoa Joe Bam Bam Bigelow like just Vader like she needed to come in there whopping sis drop that plaid shit drop all them goddamn colors all black come in there smash and grab like it needed to give that to the point where the crowd was like Especially like it needed to come in there and like a wash, a wipeout for the first five minutes. So like, if you don't know nothing else, you you leave it like, well, that that do drop bitch ain't gonna be played with. Like I'm talking like whatever in her arsenal is like in somewhere near Umaga. If she got a moon salt, pull that bitch out. Like it needed to be like, oh, this big bitch can move. Like it needed to be like, oh, like the Missy Elliott of wrestling. Like goddamn, I didn't see any of this coming. Like whoa, it needed to be that. So that so that it gives the crowd a reason in that moment, if not prior to, because there's nothing strong about it prior to, in that moment, I need to know more about who this girl is. Because she came in there and went to work on Becky Lynch. She ain't win the match, but she went to work on Becky Lynch. Um that didn't happen. And so you lost the crowd early on because it's this back and forth that looking at them it should not be. Yeah. I just it it there's no heat behind it because, again, everybody knows Becky Lynch is not losing to Dewdrop at the Royal Rumble and dropping that. Oh, belt. No, it ju- it's happening. just like it. it so uh, whatever, right? Cool. Um, I, 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 I've, I'm trying to find something nice to say. Um, I did like the way uh, Paul Heyman is a genius, genius. and whatever Absolute he does is genius level. Him looking at Roman while standing there, while Roman was standing looking down at him, then extending his arm. 
and it's just it's the little things. It's the way that like Heyman didn't just immediately hand him the title and smirk like, oh, it's been a big ruse, which we all saw coming, right? He made it he he made it so it was interesting. He like kind of let the title slip down a little bit out of position that he was holding it in, like swished it over, looked at the Roman and was like, Yeah, here you go. And then turned around and adjusted his fucking jacket. And I'm mm-hmm. like, just like just that alone. Nuance, as I always I'm say. like, I love Paul it's amazing. Heyman, genius. Um, I think I said, yeah, I said this to you in the chat. The way Roman was holding the title, I, I thought he was going to use the belt to Superman punch on Brock. And I was like, that would have been sick. That would have been great. Um, but he did what he did. You know, I'm very happy. Bobby Lashley, we are back in the almighty living. Glad we're here. Living. And... I guess the only good thing going with that right now is that, I mean, you can look at it as a good thing or a bad thing, but I feel like this whole thing has been like negative. So I'm trying to find some good. I don't know who his opponent for WrestleMania is going to be. And we that's because they haven't built any fucking body to be, you know, whatever. But it, it it's not obvious. The The universal title match is obvious. Um, hey, you, you the two women's weirder? matches you, to me are obvious. Not the WWE. What's title. weirder is what on the raw side you have more options. Like you have, like oh like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah you, plenty you of good options. Tons of amazing options that they just haven't fleshed, and like they haven't to, like to have not fleshed anybody on SmackDown is one thing because SmackDown is not main event top heavy. To not have fleshed out something a little clearer, and I mean, cool, we can we can look at it half half empty, half full, but they have not fleshed out something clearer in terms of like we know they have confidence in this person is insane when that side of the roster has Big E, Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, Edge, Randy Orton, Finn Balor. Like it's it's insane that we don't know. <laughs> but that's I also don't know if Bobby's a uh, uh, heel or a face at this point either. So neither do they. There's that. And, and I mean, like, and I, like I, was, I talked to you about how on uh, Smoking Skulls uh, sessions, uh, Becky was talking about just mm-hmm. how they're booked one way, but received another by the crowd. And they're like, guys, you don't get it that I'm, I'm not, you know, and like I said to you earlier, they don't know how to book a badass. A badass is something that the character kind of creates organically with their relationship with the crowd. Office never does that. We we like the, the the way the person embodies the character makes them a badass, and then we celebrate them for being a badass, and then they get confused on how to book them. They start going, "Well, I don't know what to do," and they, and they make them an ultra baby face. But it's weird because then you're kind of like it's a baby face is doing heel things, and it's like, "Well, this isn't really a baby," but whatever. They they're 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 so out of touch and have been for so long that that's their that's their quote unquote in touch. Two more high spots that I will give you, Seth. Fucking, not freaking, Seth fucking Rollins. Husband dick and all. Seth fucking Rollins is in his bag. That man was giving me very much Joker, beat this shit out of me, knock out my teeth, bitch, I'm still cackling. Good luck. Like, the way that he is, the way that he picked up the ball so quickly, and there's history there, so of course it's a little bit easier, but the way that he picked up the ball and pivoted his character, because remember I kept saying he was giving me um, Adventure Bros, kind of a villain, um, but the, the nice pivot into kind of a Joker, kind of maniacal in your head, you know, I'm going to do things just to get a rise out of you, and it became very Joker Batman, um, of me wanting to bring 
you know, the most ungodly portions of you to the to the to the surface. Um, even down to wearing the purple suit and green tie on the Go Home SmackDown. Just those little touches is just and I mean, then to literally come out to the shield theme in full shield regalia. I get not dying there here, but had that happened, I would have lost my entire mind. But that was <laughs> such a high spot. He came in that ring, and I know we love the Tribal Chief, but he and I know he was booked to look this way. But just reminding everybody that maybe I can wrestle circles around this entire roster if I need to. <laughs> just we don't give that man enough flowers, and sometimes and it just he just he's juice. Uh, just an amazing. Just he he gets what wrestling is, and I love him for that. My other high spot. And um and it was a good on they did a good job on the go home and I'm praising both couples in this instance. Grit and it just the Miz knows what he is. He doesn't try to go too far out of that bag. Maurice has always understood her assignment and her gimmick. Um this resurging Glamazon and Edge. Them hitting a 3D on on the they, the way they wore the security team on Raw. Chef's kiss, and the match definitely delivered. They worked where they could. Edge so that uh, Maurice Carana, um to the moon made sense look like she was an actual luchador. Um, I I love people that I know working against the odds of of booking something intelligent and artful, um, and artistic, and and I love. I know that they're having to fight against the grain a lot of times to make this thing enjoyable, let alone to just pack in so many beautiful details. And so all praise Seth, Roman, Paul, uh, Edge, Maurice, uh, Miz, and uh, and Beth Phoenix. Just that part. I mean, and shout out to everybody. I know these people are going out there performing, doing things they don't agree with to make the show happen, to do what they're told, to play, you know, the total company line. But um, that's all I got for Royal Rumble, baby. I'm a I'm 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 a slide back to where I was um, and just go go to you know the two things you brought up. I'm gonna start with the marriage tag match. Um, it didn't do anything for me because I I could have told you exactly you know I could have laid that match oh, out of myself. Course. Of course, it, it it's the exact same match Miz and Maurice has every time they have match. a mixed mm-hmm. tag match. It is. It, it, they're whipping. They they got one hope spot towards the end to make it look like they actually are like have a chance of winning or anything, but whipping people like whatever. I I didn't care. I didn't care for it at all because basic and expected, right? Sure, bye. Um, <laughs> I only care because it involved Edge and Beth, and, and you know how I feel about them. So yeah, I yeah, yeah I, and I love Maurice to death. Mm-hmm. I love Marie. I love Maurice. Mm-hmm. The best part of that match for me, the only pop it got out of me was her um, hair flip <laughs> on the rope. Um, I missed that very much. Um, but going to Roman and Seth, or Seth specifically, so Seth wrestled greatly and, you know, great character work, duh. It goes back to my point. Nothing was done for anybody that needed oh, anything in this That's show. Like, no, Roman didn't need shit. Seth didn't need mm-hmm. shit. Brock didn't mm-hmm. need shit. Ronda didn't need shit. They're the only motherfuckers on that show that got shit or that got pushed like they were young upstarts and needed something to heat them. Brock Lesnar definitely 
needed something to heat him up <laughs> because, damn it, he's not over. And I don't know if, if the people are going to accept him as a WrestleMania main event. They, we got to find some way to make Brock Lesnar look important. Okay? That's that's most important of all things. I, and I am not one who's like, I like Brock Lesnar. So I, this is not so much, oh, Brock won again. Yeah. As it is a, well, why? Somebody else could, like... We know what's happening. There's a story there already that has years and years of build and backstory. You don't need to win the fucking Rumble Mm -hmm. Uh, to get Roman at WrestleMania. The story is there. Easy as one, two, three. I mean, for all of this, Charlotte could have won the Royal Rumble, which would have been the same thing, but and Ronda could have just came out and, and watched right. her, make her decision. I mean, anything else could have happened. Exactly. Anything else could have happened outside of who did it. Um, and, 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 I, and the Women's Rumble didn't even have much either. Like, Michelle Cool, because she's Taker's, Taker's wife, always gets to come in there and kick everybody's ass for 15 <laughs> minutes and then get eliminated for the thank you. It's literally the same thing, same thing every time she gets in the Rumble. She kicks everyone's ass and looks great for 15 minutes, and then thank you. Um, we'll send you and your husband your check. Thank you for being married to me. <laughs> like, the issue with the women more like, so than the men, though, is that the women have to, especially right now, because the roster is so depleted, having to bring back so many people that are inactive takes away the lure of the match, because you know half this match is is not signed, can't win, won't win, and they're not made up in WrestleMania. Like, when I was talking to you guys in the group chat earlier that day, I said, Ronda Brock. That's exactly what happened. It's ex- like, because it was like, oh, there's nobody else in this, in this lineup that's going to be able to main event with Miss Charlotte Flair right. outside of Sasha Banks Bianca Belair, um, Naomi's story is there. The in ring has actually been decent lately. We knew Mickey James was not going to happen. So every and they keep people can't say, "Oh, Lita's a dark horse." Lita who? A Lita water? Lita can't wrestle for more than five minutes without almost killing herself. Please, she's not main eventing Nothing. anything. I. It, it and then it, these people that they bring back, it's like. Sure, I get the hyperbole, and you got to say this shit. In what world is Kelly Kelly a, a legend? Because I believe that's what they called her. In what world is I, Michelle McCool? You know, she's cool. No pun intended. She's great. What, what was she there for, like, nine months? <sighs> Michelle McCool was married to The Undertaker, and that is it. I'm counting right that's now. That's it. 12. She had a cool little divas run. She had a cool little divas run and a, and, and, and a great... You know, gimmick going that they stole from TNA with Layla, <laughs> but y'all acting like this girl is is goddamn Trish Stratus every time she comes out of it. Like she ain't changed nothing. She didn't. Re- so, like, I I like I like her and everything, but I mean, and then you got Oksana back there. Like who the <laughs> fuck thought to call Oksana? Maybe, but apparently they're really high. They've always been really Oksana high has to be the most the most forgotten female. That they have ever had in that ring. Name me another one. What the fuck is going on? That she's that I know. Yeah, Oksana. Yeah, I don't even know who thought to, to like. They even have Jillian Hall back there. Like I know Jillian more than like uh, Jillian makes more sense than Oksana. Like what? Like and they had her back there just in case there was like you know they needed a, a fly call and whatever. I don't. Fourteen women in the women's world rumble 
are were callbacks, le- legends, quote unquote, Hall of Famers, or inactive women. Half the Royal Rumble, essentially. Because remove Charlotte, she's the champion, right? She, it was that was never that it was just that was just because she had nobody else to face because the roster is so depleted. Half half the fucking Melina, Kelly Kelly, Michelle McCool, Cameron. Oh, stop right there. Stop right there. What the fuck was Melina going through? <laughs> Sasha did the split, and Melina sat on the outside <laughs> and started competing with her with the split. <sighs> I said, what is going on? What is going on? What is, what going, is going on? What is going on? We're supposed to and here's the problem. Right in, in the <laughs> ring. Thank you. Why was that not fought not in the ring? Why did we not get a little bit? Because Melina, aside from Lita, Melina's probably the biggest, you know, return they had for the Rumble because she hasn't returned several times already, like Molly and Ivory and Michelle right. and Kelly right. Kelly. Um, so she was, she was deep outside of obviously Rhonda, but, um, as far as the callbacks from, you know, the past girls, she was the biggest and y'all gave her a good 14 seconds to cry <laughs> and get thrown out of the ring and start, you know, rotting the mat outside because Sasha was doing a split inside. And I don't understand what is going on. And to your point of, there not being any credible names in there. It's all past women. They had to have Sasha open because she, she Sasha was the only real star power mm-hmm. in that I match. I said that early on. I said that early so like on. The first match, okay, and because y'all had Melina come out there and get dispersed right away, mm-hmm. so she was she was there to be the star power at the beginning to you know take on oh, all yeah. these bums and give them some time. Not bums, but you know what I mean, right? Um, and then she. Gets eliminated <laughs> by Zelina by Vega, Vega <laughs> who hasn't done shit since she won that crown. Tag titles don't fucking matter, so I'm not even counting that bullshit. Like that's what I'm saying, and, and probably because they were both dressed as anime characters, so the anime villain <laughs> um, eliminated the Sailor Moon. You know, the anime yeah. is that considered anime? Whatever, anime um hero. I mean, and I'm Zelina Vega. Like y'all can't even start a program. With Sasha here, like uh, Sasha got treated like no, crap. I mean, even that, like, like how do you not? Uh, how do you not refresh? Because like, when it was so funny because I said I said that then I said they brought Sasha in to anchor this front half of it. I said she'll probably be in it for a while. And as soon as I said that she got tossed by Selena, I said, oh well, damn, they must have somebody else coming in right now. And Q, I'm on my own <laughs> against the wall. And I was like, yep, okay, that makes. Right. And, I, and it's crazy because how don't you refresh that rivalry? How do you not do that? How do you not have that standoff? That's exactly what I said. I was like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Not, d- making a mess. Nothing's happening making here. A fucking mess. Nothing's happening here. From there to- and it's because the rum both rumbles got changed at least 10 times up until that day, right before the start of the damn show. Hmm. Hmm. So I mean, uh, oh, so then what? Cameron, Ivory, Brie Bella, Mickey James, Alicia Fox, Summer Rae, Nikki Bella, Sarah Logan, Lita, Mighty Molly. Um, yeah, they did nothing for Shayna. Like she came in, her and and, and not even that. I, I really I've talked about it before. I hate this thing with the women. But we always gotta cry and hug and hey girl, ma'am, I'm here to win. Like had they let Shayna and Ronda go to Bucking, that would have been like whoa. 
It was given friends. Even if they didn't want to do that, you could have them beat everybody. Back. Yes, if you want to do it, then do that it. Too. Then do it. That too. I was fine with Shayna's music hitting and Rhonda like looking back, like looking at the island smirking, because I'm like, oh, they are about to wash everybody in there. Oh, no, they're not. no, they're not. They're not no. at all. No, they're not. They're not. They're gonna look at each other for about two seconds, then split and do their own thing, and then Shane is gonna go. I, I just... The booking of this show was so bad. The two rumbles specifically was so bad. I I cannot remember a time where such a large and important match with so many fucking people and so much time accomplished nothing. Yep. Ronda Rousey's going to WrestleMania. She's a big star. Brock Lesnar's going to WrestleMania. He's a big star. Well, no fucking shit. Right. We didn't need them to win the Roy Rumble to know they that. They could have both walked in and got a shot by doing nothing. They could have walked in and, 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 now, and got a shot for nothing and at me and at WrestleMania. Like it, 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 and and Ronda wins the, the Rumble. Now, there's an interesting story there, right? You know... She has Becky and Charlotte to choose from. That that can turn into an interesting story because unlike Brock, there is kind of a gray area there. Like, well, she could choose either one of them because she got beef with both them O's and she probably want to beat both they asses. She can only have one, so who's she going to pick? But you know everybody's going to be pissed once she doesn't pick Becky. So I oh, fear I that they're going to... Charlotte Ronda match well before it happens because they're going to want Ronda to choose Becky. And the longer they, the longer they prolong, <laughs> the more they prolong Ronda's decision, the worse is going to get. So hopefully, and with her showing up on Raw on Monday, <sighs> they're already starting some shit because she's going to be on Raw, they said. Mm -hmm. So now we're going to tease this thing with Becky and then pivot to Charlotte. Well, so, so, so it, they're setting them up for failure. The only, the only way that this, because uh, you can't even have a number one contenders match for the other title until she decides. Oh. Exactly. Oh God, this is exactly. So like it, it, in theory, it's a, it, it's a good story because yes, there's history with both. If she can't have both of them again. She has to choose one. It's a, it's a difficult choice. That's great. In story, that is great. It makes sense. It's there. The problem is you know the majority of people want her to choose Becky because they think that that was the original match. But we're getting Ronda and Charlotte because that is actually the match that was supposed to happen. And I'm going to be one fucking hundred. As much as I love Becky Lynch, she can't carry Ronda to nothing decent. No, not she for, not, not for in terms of like, in terms of the main event of WrestleMania being entrusted to the women night one, whatever the case may be. Like, I, I don't need decent. I need you to take me, take me to the mountaintop because you're going to get compared to Sasha and Bianca. And mm -hmm. I don't see either equation topping that. I don't. I don't. And it's no. They can build some heat. I don't trust them to build any heat. It's really. I feel like Becky will do more on the mic and it's easier to face mm -hmm. 
like to turn face in this equation. Um, the crowd is probably going to hate both Charlotte and <laughs> Ronda, and that and yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. They're going to turn on a match before and that happens. closing out of night is going to be strange. But now you got to look at bumping Charlotte out of a main event night, right? Out of a, out of a main event spot mm. for night one, and pairing her. The only other option is to pair her with Sasha, Bianca, or Bailey. Okay, now Bianca, now now Bianca's not getting her do anymore, and now we're back in this weird flux space. And what should have been a part of the story that wasn't on top of all this is that Charlotte's entering herself in the Royal Rumble should have been seen and pitched and posited as this neurotic uh, attempt at controlling the fate of her match at WrestleMania because she missed last year. The story was right fucking there. And they did not, they didn't mention it. I, I miss, I'm miss WrestleMania. And for whatever the reason is, the powers that be, this, that, and the other, I, I didn't compete last year. So this year, not only... And it was out of my, control. Out of my control. So not only mm-hmm. this year am I competing... As a champion and retaining, I'm gonna choose my fucking opponent. Like, it, like, like, take it there. None of that happened. So we don't even have like, cause that that makes it easier for Ronda to then say, "Oh, bitch, you ain't choosing shit. I'm choosing you as my opponent." Okay, now we got something going on here. But we, we there's no thought whatsoever. Ronda's on a, a backstage vignette after the Rumble, post Rumble. Talking like a heel, both champions are presumably heels. What are we doing right now? <laughs> What's going on? What are we doing? They're all heels, and it's uh, I fully expect the two title matches of WrestleMania to be Ronda versus Charlotte and Becky versus mm-hmm. Bianca. I feel like Bianca is going to finally get her revenge on there. Obviously, whatever main, whichever one main events night one, Ron and Charlotte is gonna get put next to Bianca and Sasha. What they should do and what they can do because we've seen it is have just as good a match, but on the opposite end of the spectrum. They need to go at it. Oh yeah, it needs to be painful. Give me Survivor Series two again. Yes, but see, here's what you also the only two point right. Here's what you can't fuck around and do though. You can't fuck around and give the audience what they think they want in Becky and Ronda. Because then you probably got to fuck around and find some way to send Bianca to face Charlotte. And if you fuck around and send Bianca Belair to face Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania, whether they open, close, uh, dance in the middle, uh, show up at a Buffalo Wild Wings and uh, host, whatever, them two bitches do together, <laughs> the night's done. <laughs> Like you, you don't want to fuck around and let Bianca Belair and Charlotte Flair have a WrestleMania match, with no matter what its placement on the card is. You don't want to do that because if you do that, my God, you're gonna have a problem. It's gonna make Ronda and Becky look like children. So don't do that either. So like, they booked themselves into a really fucked up spot. Because anybody else winning would have given them the opportunity, but the only, only other people that could win that that wind up showing up were Sasha, Bianca, maybe Rhea. That's it. 
There's nobody else that could have taken it because yes, Lacey didn't did. come back. Bailey isn't clear. Oscar didn't come back. Eo didn't come up. Dakota didn't come up. And I haven't been watching. What has Rhea been doing lately? So uh, she actually, like, like, like I said, was going to happen. Nikki broke up their team because Rhea was like, let's stay friends, but let's kind of start pursuing single stuff. Nikki had a meltdown, and now Nikki is slowly evolving into a super villain, which is a way more fun version of Nikki Ash. Um, even the Batman symbol yesterday was like, oh, <laughs> she she wore Molly's <laughs> ass out. <laughs> <laughs> She said there can only be one. One and only. <laughs> she gave, you ever seen Jet Li, yes. the one? Mama went to work. <laughs> That's what that, she almost beat that little pixie cut off Molly Holly, baby. She went to work on Miss Molly, baby. <laughs> Good golly, Miss Molly. She went to work. Oh. Um, love that. <laughs> but and, it's, and, it's, and, and so yeah. like, there are those moments, but when you think about 30 people, 30 characters. There could have been that, that. That's what that whole hour should have been. Nothing but those kinds of moments. You feel that. He, but here's the problem with that. No, here, hold on. Here's the mm-hmm. problem with that. The only moments like that happen with people that are not going to be around tomorrow. So you can't fucking follow up. Oh, no, I don't disagree. It means no, no, nothing. No. And that's what I was saying earlier. Half the rumble is people that aren't even signed, contracted, may or may not be back. I get that. But what I'm saying is, in this vacuum, in this instance, it's the Royal Rumble. Give me everything you can in this gimmick match right fucking now. Because that may dictate whether you sign somebody else down the road. That may dictate who comes back on Monday and on, and on next Friday. Because... You 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 posited them so well that I want more of that thing you just did last night. I'm demanding this thing you did last night. You know what I'm saying? But when you don't do that, when you don't posit these characters in their best fucking light, and when you don't organize this thing like a goddamn conspiracy board to make sure that we, we hit every high we possibly can, especially with you knowing that, like, in the end, this person's going to win this thing, and people are going to be like, uh, because both got kind of like meh responses. Ronda and Brock Winner was kind of like, mm-hmm. eh. like the crowd was like, yeah. Eh. When Brock's music hit, the crowd was like, oh my they were like, God. Eh. They popped, but Ronda's music hit, but as they saw what was getting ready to happen, it was like, oh girl, well. <laughs> like, it was given, eh. and like, and like, she still hasn't, in the year and a half she's been gone, Two years she's been gone. It's no better heel work than was there before. So I'm just like, the best thing they can do for Ronda and the match that they want is to, as soon as possible, have her pick Charlotte. Yeah. So people can get it out of the systems and be butthurt over um not choosing Becky and just let it, you know, fade away and then heat Ronda and. Charlotte up so much that everybody's like, "Fuck what we thought about with Becky." These hoes about to go in and so kill I each said other. Last night, I said, G- "Give me the you, you know the lead into uh-huh. WrestleMania that 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 brawl yes, yes. from the ring to the fucking limo yes. to the cut to the cop Give car, me all of that." I, I I I yep. said it last night. Cop I said, off. "Yeah, not limo. She needs to choose. Like she needed to choose right then, especially because. The, and I say, mm-hmm. I call it a day where I say, Rhonda's going to eliminate Charlotte, and then she needs to right then say, girl, you don't get a choice. I'm picking your ass. Like, that would have been the whole point to eliminate Charlotte saying she was going. Like, that takes away all her power. Now what you do is right. that leaves Raw to make a decision and it puts the spotlight on Becky in its own way. But now what you do is every, every chance they get on SmackDown, Shayna 
and Ronda is dog-walking Charlotte. Every chance you get, they beating the pure spirit, they beating the bees and sequins and feathers off this bitch, right? To the point that it's like, bitch, I need somebody to have my back, but you now, you cut everybody you can off, right? So do you go to, do you go to Sasha? Is the returning Bailey? Who is it? But now you got a major tag team match in Jeddah or wherever they're going to be over there in Saudi Arabia for Elimination Chamber. Now you got a match that doesn't involve a title. You have to worry about a chamber match for these for these. You got Charlotte and a mystery partner that we don't know who it's going to be just yet against Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. Now we're building the Four Horsemen situation that may or may not happen in some makeshift way. Um, we're, we're, we're planting seeds for that now. So at least, so we know they're going to clash. We get a preview of the clash. We kind of hold them off from each other. Let their partners do most of the heavy lifting. Maybe go to a not a no contest because he gets violent. But now you got another feud that can precipitate from that feud and go do whatever it needs to do somewhere else. There you go. It's easy. So in the moment, in the moment, Charlotte gets eliminated. Ronda's celebrating. I'm like. They're going to want her to choose Becky. What needs to happen right now is Charlotte needs to slide in that ring and, and dog walk And go Ronda. to work. That way, Ronda's now, all her attention mm-hmm. is on Charlotte because you just beat my mm-hmm. ass. Break, break out the Kindle screen again and whoop her go to ass. Now you're forcing the hand. Now it's setting everybody's mind not to even think about Becky because there's no way Ronda's going to let Charlotte get away with what she just did. Forget what happened two years mm-hmm. ago. Okay, don't tell me what has been. <laughs> tell me what is now. <laughs> but see, what they worried about that would immediately... What they worried about is ratings though. So they want to have Ronda on Monday and Ronda on uh, on Friday because the mon- their Monday right. ratings is lagging because they won't be able to do nothing correct. And this is why we always say for a place that's supposed to be have employed so many creative and smart people, there is no one in the fucking room that is like, nah, we shouldn't do that. That's mm, we gonna fuck the match before we get there. We should not do yes, that. I mean, there's there's you, the people that can. I'm sure there is, but it falls exactly. on deaf ears. The people so that can too. make that call and it matter are so far of Vince McMahon's sphincter that would never like Kevin Dunn. That con guy, the, the lady next to him, and maybe Stephanie. Those are the only people that could say anything, but they're so far up Vince's ass or replicating Vince or becoming Vince that they're not they're, they're just gonna continue to let him live in his echo chamber and silo and just, you know, reverberate what he wants. The the people that would that are there probably are people there with even more brilliant ideas than we've even said in this hour, right? But it's never going to make it there because Vince is not concerned with the art of wrestling and the art of storytelling. He is concerned with the business of it. And because of that, the love and the fanfare and the things that just on paper are like, because sometimes you got to stick to your gun and just say, you know what? I might lose a couple of viewers for this, but this is good storytelling. And on the rebound, I'll get everybody I I need back and more. You got to have that kind of confidence because to me, honestly, going into Monday, with Becky being like, I ain't got no opponent for, for WrestleMania, and I'm fine with it. <laughs> I'm cool. Nice. I actually may go fight Bobby. Shit, I might go after the World Championship. Now, like, for her to come in and talking that kind of cash shit, having beat Dewdrop decisively, 
That makes the most sense. You know, and but now we have the whole women's roster, whoever's lingered over from the room, whatever they got signed or stayed, whatever the case may be. Now we got six women in a chamber and in Jeddah to decide who is the new the number one contender. Now we have Pandemonium. Yeah, it'll, it'll be it'll be beyond. It, it needs it'll to be. be it has to be. There's somebody else that you can fine. pair her with. Yeah. That yeah. Right. The, and that's fine. It's just I I really expect not that I'm going to be watching, but I really expect them to drag out, and I'll be surprised if they don't to drag out this Ronda choice shit, um, and just really, I, uh, that's how we got the man. That's how we got people turning against everything Charlotte was doing when mm-hmm. there was a choice made to have Charlotte instead of Becky win that damn title match at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. You're going to run the same fucking play? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. You're going to run the same play. And, and and But this time, Becky's on a different show and she's got nothing to do with it, so she can't capitalize off of it and turn into the biggest baby face in the country. And don't forget this. Don't because forget they still this. want her as a don't heel, too. This. The design at that time was not for that to make Becky a face. The design at that time, and in exactly. their minds, they believed that we were going to side with Charlotte. They were that out of touch. And it goes to... Now, to be fair, I did start side with Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, when we when we say we, we mean the general yeah. public. Yeah, I mean, it was one SmackDown yeah. where, like, they were trying to keep her a heel and cut those promos. And and if you go back and... Yeah, and it wasn't happening. Well, not even that. I want you to go back and watch, because I think we lived through it and didn't really give it what it needed to be, but go back and watch the promo she cut. They show her on the Broken Skull sessions. Um, the one she cut right after, that was a good... That was a... I didn't realize how good it was till Stone Cold was like, watch this. And I was like, bitch. But it was one time she was doing a promo and the, and the subsequent lead up to her taking the belt off Charlotte and she called the crowd idiots and they, they literally chanted back, we are idiots. We are idiots. She, it was yeah, like, and, and so like for them to write a story where somebody works their way up the ladder, clears the field and gets a title opportunity and you axiomatically show someone returning into that same feud it just, I don't understand it. I don't understand who thought. And Becky even said this on, on the interview. She said, I don't know what they were thinking. Like, I don't know why they thought that that was going to make the crowd dislike me. It made them, it made me more identifiable. I was the regular girl. I had scrapped, I had scratched that girl, you know, that not, and not that this is true, but people feel like things are handed to, uh, to her. And, and a point on that, I read an article the other day that talked about, you know, how many times she's been handed the title or opportunity, whatever the case may be. And 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 in most articles that I read that try to start that, that same dialogue with Charlotte, to their point, every single article mentions, but in the ring, she is the most athletically gifted woman that they've ever had in the like, They always underscore with like, but she performs. Like, they always make it. It's like, you're, you're just defeated your whole point. Like, you cannot, like, that's why. Right. That's why she does not fail when it, when the big time come when the big spotlight is on. She is the most dependable of them, and she will do what needs to be done. Period. And I would understand those those like arguments if if Charlotte was out here having Triple H two thousand three <laughs> length runs, right? Like Mama be having a belt for like three weeks. This 
yeah. and handing it to somebody yeah. else. She's mostly been a transitional John fucking champion. Cena. She's been John Cena. And I, but outside of that, she's currently and withholding this belt till um till WrestleMania. Mania. She this will be probably her longest This will be her longest reign. One of her longest reigns, yeah. It will yeah. absolutely be her longest. Yeah, that's what's crazy, and I mean, and it's not even that damn yeah. long. And if you book in, like, if you book in the Divas tenure with the Raw tenure when that first became, you know, the Women's Belt, um, that's a long. That I means she was associated with a belt for a long time. And if you book in this current reign against that Raw reign, then she's been a champion since like what September. So I mean, this is a lengthy. But when you think about it, and when you back the when you back out. As, 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 as at any point in time, I don't give a fuck what women's roster and, and, and what iteration of that company or in what time period you want to point to. It's never been more dense and it's never been more talented, but it's never had an upper crust of main event level stars that it has now, no matter how few it is. It's never had this. These women are opening doors and keeping them open for generations to come. And their performance is, in whatever way they, they, they bring it to the table, is so consistent. And I can't think of, barring, like, even Bailey's injury. Like, think about Bailey, Sasha, and Oscar during the pandemic. Charlotte was, was in and out a little bit. But think about how those women held down. She, uh, she went down to NXT. You know, she did her moment down there with Rhea, this, that, and the other. The women... Will forever have my praise for holding down that first year and a half of the wow. pandemic, and look at the shit that they get on the back end. Sometimes oh. it's insane. But with that being said, Oscar, remember her? One of the most consistent performers that they fucking have. But remember, yeah, remember her? Yeah, wow. yeah. Falling right about years away. But back to Charlotte. Y'all calling Oxana? Back to Charlotte. Oh, I got it. I got it. Mm-hmm. Go I, I want you to name me outside of Randy Orton. Somebody and Seth Rollins, somebody as consistent, a performer, as consistent with their attendance in inside of the tenure that, they, that they've had there. Name me somebody else as consistently in terms of performance that does that. There's no they're, they're, Randy Orton, Seth Rollins. I can't think of. I, I can't. And I'm taking the women. I'm taking gender out of the equation. That woman. Is one of the most consistent performers that company has ever seen. Well, you gonna get no argument out of me. Um, I I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that they called Oksana. <laughs> um, they called Oksana. Um, when Dakota Kai is right there, Raquel, she's right there. Um, unless Oscar got an entirely new arm. <laughs> Like they cut her original arm off and then sewed on a new one. She got to be healed by now. I know Bailey isn't cleared, so I don't know what's going Eo. on there. Y'all called Oksana and y'all have a host. Eo, Eo. Eo got you wanna talk about who can take the belt off of Roman? <laughs> Call Eo Shirai. But here here's the Let's 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 back out for another second. Yeah. If you're a champion. In the farm league of a company, what better way, like the same way Theory is trying to impress McMahon, what better way to impress the brass than to attempt to enter their main level 
you know, opportunity at a at, at a championship. Like, why why wouldn't Mandy Rose and um, Rex or whatever, uh, well, it was supposed to be Rex Steiner, but he's Braun Breaker or whatever, why wouldn't they, as the least the champions of that brand, be in the Rumble? Why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? I mean, and, and think about, think about mm-hmm. the rub that that is, right? We've got Mickey James, Charlotte first trying to pick her own opponent, and we've got the NXT Women's Champion here. We've got three champions and outside the tag team champions in one rumble. That's why we're we not thinking. Why is no one ready? <laughs> why is no one ready? And it, it, I, one thing that just just aside um, during the rumble, they they had the little Michelle McCool. Uh, Mickey James moment, right? There's a moment with two people who are leaving tomorrow. Um, <laughs> they, they have their moment. Um, Undertaker's wife and Mickey, and I'm just like, the one, the one thing y'all like dig up is, is, is the angle where y'all have them calling this woman a fat pig, because <laughs> that's 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 why they have Mickey James. I'm I'm, I'm pretty sh- Piggy James. Thank you. I'm pretty sure the reason they have heat is because y'all had a whole body shaming angle with this woman of a certain age at the time. And it, it's, this is what y'all decided to dig up and, and give and give a spotlight who to? Arguably, who arguably okay. looks better than, than the majority of who was in that ring. Thank you. No, Hardcore country. No, work, no nothing. All of 40 years old. Baby. giving you it. I know they was back there gagging because that pop for maybe Mickey. giving you indigenous queen like like mama came okay. out in them shorts and her fringe and said let's get to fucking work and the belt is around my waist. How is I, I know they had to be gagging. How is Mickey James moreover from the shit she's doing in Impact and NWA in your in your company she's more over than she was when y'all had her signed and under contract. Yeah. She, I think she got. I mean, like I said, she, she had one of the best pops of the night, period. and a and a champ. Period. And how you don't have her as champion, square up with Charlotte as champion, and make it uh, and frame it as a moment. I don't know. I don't get it. And make it I a th- it. and make it a thing. It. Two champions of two different companies, not not NXT and WWE. Don't know. This is a champion of a whole separate. Motherfucker. And if you want to be cute, and she's in the ring now, cute about it. Which we kind of had a moment where Charlotte is squaring that work, like looking at her, she's looking at Charlotte, and then you have the divas half of the ring get behind Mickey. Okay, and you have the current women get behind Charlotte, and it's giving. Let's go to war, bitch. A moment, generations clash. A moment. Just a brief pause to be like, well, wait a minute, bitch. And you know what? You know who should have been right in the center looking at both sides and just backed up and sat down on the corner and watched? Natty. Because who? what side she's supposed to be on? Natty could have sat right there and said, yeah, y'all go ahead. With Whatever side is winning, that's what I'm going to choose. That would have been amazing <laughs> okay, storytelling. So we can't expect that. And then, then they, speaking of, they didn't even call... Commentary was off their rocker. This First of all, they confused Nikki and Bree. Two minutes after they got in, they started referring to one as the other. Um, Several times they did that. And two, they completely missed that Natty eliminated Tamina. (laughs) And they, I'm sure supposed to because Tamina stood outside with the camera on her and stared at Natty like, really, girl? (laughs) 
really, for a good 15 <laughs> seconds. And nobody said a word. Nope. Natty said, go rest them knees, girl. <laughs> they didn't even say a word, a word about Rhonda and Natty going at it. Natty was her training partner. That And it was a whole story about that. They had a whole moment at SummerSlam where she brought out Natty to give her a moment because her dad passed. There is very recent history between these mm-hmm. two. Very close history. It's, and what's even, so what's even wilder is like, okay, so... I, you know, Royal Rumble. Ooh, I'm, t- I'm, I'm really I'm tired. really, I'm really, really, really tired. So, January 29th, you know, Saturday, Royal Rumble, right? So, ideally, like, we're going into, this is something I know, is, you know, I'm, I'm going to be rhetorical, but we're going into the Royal Rumble, right? An annual event, one of our big four. There's no way I don't have a list of everybody that's going to be in the Royal Rumble today. There's no way that I have an opening left for the Royal Rumble because, like, this is the one opportunity that the entire roster gets at. You know, a championship. I probably should have even had qualifiers leading up into this because it's like I have way more than 30 superstars and they're going to all be vying for it. Like, this is a prestigious, like, lottery ticket type situation to even be in to begin with, right? So I've got my 30. It's listed. There's no way that I'm going to leave, like, the number 30 spot open for a person that just actually had a title match. No way. No way I'm gonna leave that spot over for somebody. Who came in? Who came in as the? There's champion. no way I'm gonna like allow that to happen. Like, there's no way that I'm gonna let that person because if that can happen, then I mean, Dewdrop can definitely come in at number thirty as well and go ham too because she lost her match earlier on as well. There's no way I'm. Well, well here's the devil's advocate of that, right? Yeah, I know this. And here's the funny part of that. No, 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 no. But here's the funniest part of that. Which one you want to talk about? Because I can give you, you know try to work out something for storyline purposes. Um, You know, Brock, as I said to you um, Mm -hmm. earlier, Brock um, was like, just in case Heyman, sneaky ass, pulls some shit, let me secure a spot, just in case. And if I'm still champion, oh, I'll just go in and fuck some shit up, whatever, blah, blah. So there's kind of an explanation for that, but you're right. With with no explanation in story as to how and why Brock is number 30, it's ridiculous. But it happened, but then you go to the other side, and that's exactly what actually happened. Because that's why the rumbles were so flat and crappy because they did not know d- up <laughs> until the start of the show who they wanted in both rumbles. <laughs> so it did actually happen. That's the right. funny that's part the, about that's it. The very, in that's reality, the part about it. Well, I mean, not even that. How how much it's more badass? Would it have been for us to just be like, there's something going on in the room, backstage, split screen, and number 30 was Austin Theory, right? It's laid the and fuck out. And you see, like, he is laid out, and you see Adam Pierce and, you know, DeVille giving, like, no, you can't take his spot, and it's giving who's going to stop me. Boom, I'm going to the ring. The same way Becky took out, you know, that uh, walked past Lana after uh, Nia ass just, you know, ran, ran her over. Like, the same kind of, like... Wait, wait, wait. Wait, it's giving. Who's gonna stop being Adam Pitts? Like you, right? Go exactly. Ahead. Like do your thing. That's all. Okay, by all means. You right. You right. You right. Because I already, like, I already had that smoke, and I don't want no more. And DeVille comes in, really? He's like, right. I don't want no more. That that he like, and he goes to the ring and do his thing. Right. Something. That's all Something. it takes. So simple. Because so simple. you can't make me believe that that there was just a spot, a spot left open per you know the way this is supposed to work for Brock Lesnar to go get the opportunity that a roster full of people have been deprived of. 
You just can't make me believe that 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 that, that, that thirty was just sitting up thirty, not even fifteen, and they had to get in there and go to work thirty. Girl, all right. <laughs> Just so y'all know, listen, if we're not going to WrestleMania yeah. this year, baby, uh, I will save that coin for AEW tickets. <laughs> I will not. Listen. I can't tell you. I, and I am no. fully aware that I would not be able to be doing this, put WWE on the shelf shit, if I did not have AEW. So thank you, AEW. Because I can't tell you. I, I'm not giving me my fix. Like, I mean, because what was it? Day one, we had day one tickets come up out of nowhere. Um, You know, around that time, we was definitely giving. I'm good. Um, yeah, I, I can't even tell you the next time that I will. Yeah, I was four hours from, I was four hours from Atlanta mm-hmm. in Memphis. And I, we could all easily go mm-hmm. day one. Since it was empty. No, Mike asked me if I would. Then I did I text y'all and be like, "Yo, do y'all want to go day one?" Because um, right? we got free tickets. We want to go. We were all like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, nah." Mm-hmm. Yeah. I cannot tell you the next yeah. time that I will be. At a WWE event, it may be SummerSlam just because that's a big four, and it will be in Nashville. So that that's like literally a fart over. Um, that may be it. I can't tell you beyond that. The next time that I intend to go to a WWE event, I I scheduled a Poconos weekend getaway the weekend of the Royal Rumble, <laughs> and I, because I did not plan to watch it live, and I I if you would have told me this a year ago, two years ago, I'm like you crazy, ain't no way in hell the Royal Rumble coming up, and I'm gonna book some shit to where I know I can't watch it live, and I'm here we are. Look at us. And we're not going to Mania because me and Wesley have purchased our tickets to Atlanta to come down and just watch it with y'all. Because why? It's about the camaraderie and it's about getting together and watching it together. And we can do that just fine on TV. We sure the fuck can. A premium live event. So we'll be down there in Atlanta. For the premium live event. (laughs) For the premium live event. For the PLE. Our, our, Our flights are booked. So we'll be in Atlanta that weekend. Um... And yeah, I'll have to dust it off the shelf for me because I'm after the World Rumble. Just, just it was their opportunity f- for me to get back into it and be like, all right, let me let me travel down this road to WrestleMania and see see if I can just find that passion for this company again. But baby, that that show was so badly booked. I've I've had a better week with Danhausen than I have with WWE. I had a better week. Listen, I had a better week, and not even with Danhausen, like. I didn't even know of his existence until this week. And I have enjoyed more Danhausen than I have anything WWE in a long time. I had a blast this week with Danhausen. Listen. Listen. Listen, Linda. Listen. <laughs> I I had no idea. I, I tweeted. I said, listen, I, it's not often that I'm out of the loop. But and however, I'm out of the loop on the Danhausen. Why is this man here from under the ring? Who the hell is this? I got to doing research, and baby, I was entertained. Yes, he, he is a cackle, and I'm ready for more. I'm ready to see what's going to happen. I am. Uh, I'm pleased. What's that? And um, going forward, um, we'll be discussing more of that, more of AEW, um, and uh, maybe even some other shows. Because as opposed to first season. I don't have it in me to drag WWE this entire uh, this entire season, so she'll get her fair mention. Yeah, this was this was, this was it. Yeah. I literally am not going to be able to because I don't watch the shows. I was able to hear because I actually watched the Rumble. So 
I'm I'm going to have to talk about AEW because I'm 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 not why I'm not I'm not mm, I don't have three hours on Monday to to even I don't even have one hour to fast forward. I just don't want to. I don't want to watch. Yeah, and they're so making it easy to. not to. They're making it very very easy not to. They're making it very not to, and AEW is making it even easier. And AEW is not perfect. That's mm-hmm. not what I'm saying. I'm not saying they're doing everything right. There are some some still growing pains that they're having. Remember, this company is not even four or five years old. So, um, but, but even with that being said, in the very this week, week alone, they're not insulting. They're not insulting my yeah. intelligence, and the the long term planning is very clear. Yeah. This week alone, though, this very week clear. Alone, Dan Housen was amazing. Cody cut an amazing promo. Mm-hmm. That was so an amazing did. promo. I don't care what you. Oh, he's always been a great artist. Oh, yeah, but I mean, this one was even. It was very meta. A little fourth wall breaking mm-hmm. here and there to even point back to point to the pipe bomb and to say everything my brother said needed to be done. I did it. I did it. Really? I mean, that's <laughs> see. And here's the thing. Here, here's the greatness about that promo. That promo works as a face, and it damn sure could have worked as a heel too. All he would have had to do is change the inflection mm-hmm. in his voice. And it would have been a heel promo. Like, everything CM Punk, who y'all love, said he was going to do, he packed up his bags, went home, and guess what? I fucking I did, did it. it. And he obviously wasn't going to say fucking, but I did it. And y'all not going to give me the respect that y'all would have gave him and that y'all still gave him? That could have easily been his heel mm-hmm. turn promo. But it wasn't. And it was still yeah. good. And, and, and in, and in and it that, wasn't. they have no problem with acknowledging other promotions previous uh promos the existence of wrestling elsewhere you know they have no problem with acknowledging that wrestling, yeah. they have no problem with, and, and i mean like just a brilliantly yep. scripted promo and it's those things from the outside in that are just slowly drawing me in the women's tag matches have been insane lately like what's what's miss bunny's name something bunny she's been cutting the fuck up like the girls that was in there like yeah. hardcore yeah. wrestling like going for broke um you know, is there slowly... And this week we get Thunder Rosa versus Miss Martinez. So, I don't need to know any background to watch that. Do you hear me? I don't need and, to and know Thunder Rosa's nothing. Thunder Rosa ain't nothing to mess with. And shout out to Thunder Rosa for all the love on the cash shit mm-hmm. to her. Appreciate you. Thank you for that retweet, bro. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but, I, yeah. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> Um. Yeah. That. That. Uh, mm-hmm, I'm in. Mercedes Martinez and Thunder Rosa. I don't need. I don't need no backstory. No vignettes. No nothing. Let me know when that bell ring. Cause that's getting ready to be a match. A match. Yeah. Um. AEW. So you know, pick pick up speed on this clock. And thanks, food. This, you know, I. It, yeah, I'm, I'm talking I, to you. I, I, you you over there. I, I've always been thorough, slow, and steady, like a good porn, um, like a good '80s porn. So I know I, I I wouldn't know anything about that. Okay. Okay, so you're giving me Jake the Snake in the '90s. You're giving me trust me. You giving me Damien. Trust me. <laughs> trust uh, me. Okay. All right. You're getting Val Venus actually. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Saving Ryan, Ryan's privates. Oh, dear God. Yeah. So, guys, you can look forward to uh, definitely more uh, Slicious comments here. We've got a bunch of, um, not a bunch, but a, a lot of guests this season. Um, we'll definitely be doing a Best Feuds Ever cash-out tournament. Um, hopefully, we have, like I said, a, a bunch of people on that you guys recognize, know, and appreciate. Just to bring some commentary in, we'll have 
a retrospective, uh, you know, a couple of episodes to kind of catch up listeners who have not been watching wrestling since the Attitude Era, and I don't blame you. Um, but kind of to bring them up to speed on everything, how wrestling has branched out, etymologies of these various brands that we're talking about, AEWROH, you know, Shakar for a moment, Lucha Underground had this season, you know, TNA, Impact, da 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 We're going to go through all of those things with you and just kind of get everybody up to speed on, like, just where the genre is, and we'll spend more time doing that, less recappy. We'll, we'll, hit, we'll hit the main spots. Um... But uh, yeah, you'll just see a little flavor added to the to the broadcast going forward. And I'm um, in between now. I mean, if you want to find us, you can find me at, uh, on Twitter as Roberts underscore Rules, and you can find uh, Real at Reverse underscore Real. The 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 cash shit with the underscore for the I. Nothing's changed. A little new theme music. You can also find me. You can also. Find me at OnlyFans.com wow. backslash reverse underscore wow. rail XX. You can find me at worship on Wednesday night's Bible study. I'll be there with the Lord. It's giving Christian mingling. All okay. right. And um, yeah, this is when the Cash It Podcast. <laughs>